Hello and welcome all you travelers of the digital soundscape. My name is Brian Keese and this is Draft Punks, a podcast where we pick a new topic each week, then invite a special guest on to discuss, debate, and draft. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are excited to have you here. With me, as always, is Rob Hudak. Oh, hey, hi, hello there, fantasy drafters. Travis McGahey. Pretend this is an empty audio space where you can't hear anything because I was muted. Excellent. And a whole slew of special guests with us today that we will get to very shortly. But first, uh, we want to introduce what we're doing here. This is a special episode. So, Travis, take it away. Welcome, all you drafters, to Fantasy Critic 2022. That's right. We're bringing it back bigger and better. This year's edition, we have 10 amazing content creators for your listening pleasure talking about their most anticipated games of the year, or the ones they think will score highly, but they don't care about at all. Let me explain briefly what we'll be doing here. If you've ever heard of or played fantasy football, this should seem very familiar. Instead of a team, each of us will be running a fictional game studio or publisher, and instead of drafting players, we will be drafting games that are planned to release in 2022. When the game releases, it will score points for our team based on how high it scores on Metacritic with a baseline of 70 points with double points for going over 90. For example, one of the biggest releases of this year, Forza Horizon 5, scored a 92, which would have earned 24 points. I believe Ryan did draft that. Uh, uh, 20 for reaching 90, and then an additional 4 for going 2 points over 90. Score below 70, and you lose those points. If the game is delayed and does not release in 2021, then no points are scored. At the end of the draft, we will do a final sixth round where each studio will make a counter pick. This is a game that you expect to score poorly and will only earn you points if it scores below a 70. This must be a game someone else has already drafted. You will lose points if the game reviews well, so a 4 of 5 counter pick would have been a 24-point loss. Or, you know, if, say, someone had counter picked Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Who would would do do that? that? Who would do that? Again, if the game does not release in 2022, no points are scored or lost. Uh, The last bit we should talk about here is free agency. Not every game being released in 2022 has been announced yet. Throughout the year, each drafter will have a budget of 100 punk bucks. No real monetary value. We have to say that for legal reasons. (laughs) To bid on newly announced games or games that have not been drafted. If you're the high bidder at the end of the week, that money is de- uh, deducted from your amount and the game will uh, is added to your list. A full team at the end of the year will have 10 games as well as one counter pick. We are recording this episode during the first full week of January, so if anything crazy has been announced in the following weeks, you'll understand why we haven't discussed it here. Excellent. Thank you, Rob and Travis. Uh, now, you, finally, <laughs> Finally, it is time to introduce our panel, and we're actually going to start with Travis because he was last year's winner. And so he earned the first pick as his draft punks tradition. So first pick is going to go to CEO of bigger video game, Inc. Travis McGahey and Travis, I got to ask, how are you feeling about having the first pick? Uh, well, I have to sit here for 18 picks in between. So there is that. But on the other hand, I do get Elden ring and I would like to point out, (laughs) That I really won it on my later year pickups uh, last year, on which I spent 
zero dollars. That's Literally right. I didn't last. use any of my budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for the draft, but I'm I'm confident in my late year pickup strategies as well. Okay, excellent. Uh, second pick tonight is going to go to uh, level zero, and and Travis gave away his first pick. This is not the first pick. Uh, just to be clear, we're just introducing people. <laughs> Uh, but second pick tonight is going to Level Zero and Trivia Punk's co-host, Preston Wilkie, the chief executive chef of MetaWorse Games. Hey, Preston, any words of wisdom from your draft room tonight? Well, as a gamer, I know what gamers want. Uh, we all love a good underdog story, a broken game on release that takes three years to finally get good. And I plan on delivering those in spades this year, at least 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> excellent so so cyberpunk 2078 first pick got it yeah uh yeah. <laughs> the third pick tonight goes to chris babino of hello hyrule fame and president for life of new developer mighty mighty boss tomes uh chris what is your studio's philosophy going to be hey gang i am glad to be here representing mighty mighty boss tomes where we do game publishing by the books and i do have a quick note here i am legally obligated to state that the books may or may not contain black magic or sorceries but that's not important we're here to have fun and talk about video games okay and how many more dad jokes should we expect as we uh go <laughs> any any chance you give me to allow me to speak <laughs> okay uh fourth pick belongs with our own lovely rob hudak and his rebranded publishing house norse Feratu software uh rob as head energy vampire do you feel confident about your team's direction this year well here at norse Feratu software we like to say gaming awaits in valhalla and so will you once we drain your soul <laughs> oh boy uh, this is just getting scarier as we go. <laughs> We're really delving into the dark arts in the back half of the draft here. Uh, fifth choice lies with just one of our two returning studios, Locked In Games. We are joined by CFO of his own wallet, Ryan Stabell. Uh, we heard Ryan's been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts games this year, like like a lot. We're all a bit worried about him. So uh, get well soon, Ryan, and uh, moving on. Uh, no. How are you, Ryan? How are you doing? <laughs> I am uh, extremely excited to be here. Uh, last year was rough, unfortunately. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm proud to be representing Locked In Games. We make a promise this year to uh, stand in stark contrast to last year and actually draft games that will release. That are actually locked in. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> And is there a new Leisure Suit Larry game coming out this year? God, I hope uh, so. I don't, I don't think so. I don't believe that is the case. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. The number six pick goes to your host here, Brian Keese, of the hastily named new All Play No Work Studios. Uh, no dull boys here. We are very excited to get started, so we'll keep it moving. Seventh pick goes to our other returning studio, uh, CEO, president, and head dictator in charge of soft drinks at Ubulesoft. Bob Buell. Bob, as the person most likely to redraft their entire 2021 roster this year, how are you feeling? Uh, perfect. Uh, turns out uh, Control V was all I needed this year, so <laughs> looking good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And uh, with the eighth pick, we've got the head of legal from Nintendo 64, uh, Haley McLean. Haley, your new addition to the league this year, are you nervous at all? Oh man, not only is this my first time in like a game fantasy league, this is my first time like in a league 
drafting like anything where it lasts longer, like a long time. So excited. Um, I'm just happy. It's hard to be eighth, but at least I'm in front of Michael. So that's my one. <laughs> speaking of, Little speaking of yeah. so, so following Haley is a late addition to our lineup, but an early addition to our hearts, Tuck HQ Nordics, <laughs> chief sunshine consultant, Mike Tucker. Uh, so, Mike, you and Haley are drafting in back-to-back spots this year. What are the odds that someone is sleeping on the couch tonight? Uh, very, very high, Brian. Um, only because I know exactly all the games Haley's looking forward to this year. So, if nothing else, it's going to be a very vindictive draft, if nothing. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. That's what we like spite. to hear. And We love draft fuel by Spite. <laughs> and uh, rounding out our order, he had to work today. He wasn't even supposed to be here. Uh, our chief executive hedgehog himself, Alex Brenniger of Naughty Hog Studios, who we'd love to ask a question of, but we got to go fast. Just kidding. Uh, welcome, Alex. Are you nervous about having the last pick here in the opening round? Um, not really, because I'm last, last in the draft, but uh, I'm always first in crime, and I'm going to be stealing <laughs> some really good picks this time. Uh, yeah, and uh, I run. really I really look forward to, uh, you know, exploiting franchises from your childhood and making crappy games. Let's go. <laughs> Exploitative games. Looking like a true Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Uh, all right. So that's it. Those are the intros, and we are ready to get rolling. So with the first pick, Travis, 60 seconds on the clock. What are you taking? I'm taking Elden Ring because it's almost guaranteed to come out this year and almost guaranteed to review extremely well. That's it. That's my pitch. <laughs> Bold strategy. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Rob, I know you are also very excited for this game, as is uh, Chris. A lot of people who are picking in our top five there are going to be sad to miss out on this one. Uh, I think most people, the majority of the people in this draft are just really beat up about that <laughs> I'm, I'm only sad about it from a points perspective just because yeah. the dark souls games have never landed with me personally but uh it's yeah I took, I took this first in the spelunkers league because i do expect it to review extremely well so as long as it actually releases in march right february 25th february, february 25th so probably march <laughs> uh i'll well, be i'll be delayed happy for you all yeah um well, excellent. We will we'll keep it rolling then, right, to pick number two, uh, which is Preston. Uh, I was definitely going to go Elden Ring first pick. I'm feeling a little vindictive, and I still think that this will uh, score really well. So I'm going to go Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah. Um, and yep, I, it was, it's just, yep. it's coming out, and it's going to do great. And uh, I want it. I want, I want all the points for it. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. I don't know if, it, you know, I, I just know it's going to be great, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do So we still don't have any information on our release window for that, though, do we? No, there, not there at all. Was there, a, there, there was a leak. Rumors. There was yeah. a leak of February 22nd, 2022. Okay. Yes. So it's a, and I mean, there are constantly leaks about the, the release date of that game. There is nothing set in stone. It is, there are many games I should have picked. But I also just want Hollow Knight Silk Song as well. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes you reach in the draft to get something that, you know, you know you're going to enjoy. And uh, it's a strategy the Oakland Raiders have been using for years, and they're doing great. So, uh, all right, third pick. 
they're not doing great, Preston. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. I was wondering. <laughs> Chris, you seemed very excited on camera there when you heard that pick. I'm guessing you were worried that Preston might take something else. So what is the choice here at number three? So I was fairly confident Travis was going to surprise us all and take Hollow Knight. And when he didn't, I panicked because I didn't expect Preston to take it. I expected Preston to take what's going to be my pick now, which is the untitled sequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I am, I'm psyched. It's a bit of a risky play because we don't know that it will come out this year. But I do feel like if it does come out this year, it's guaranteed to score well. Breath of the Wild is on a ton of people's just greatest games of all time list. And I feel like with the sequel, they'll be able to focus primary development on the Switch. They have a ton of feedback about what works, what doesn't work. I do think that people's expectations are going to be different going into Breath of the Wild 2, but I couldn't be more excited about this game. And I'm psyched to have it uh, start off my list. Excellent. Just so people are aware, we have this little chat going in the Zencaster recording that is just lighting up in a way it never has before on DraftPunks, and it's making it very hard to not laugh over people as they try to talk and explain their picks. So, uh, yeah, Chris, as the host of the Hello I Roll podcast, I would have been very surprised if this was not your choice here. Do you have any fears about it not releasing in 2022? I, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I think we'll get an early in the year. You heard the goose. <laughs> yeah, You're the I'm one who asked him the question. I'm going to be hearing a lot of weird it. background noises when I podcast. So I, yeah. I didn't know. Chris, finish your thought and then we'll. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that was just perfect timing. <laughs> it's definitely a risk. It might not release this year. I think we're going to get an early in the year release date. And I think we're going to get a holiday. Uh, like release date announcement and a holiday release date, hopefully, but it's always a possibility it doesn't release. I'm willing to take that that chance. Excellent. Uh, okay, so moving on to fourth pick now, we are with Rob Hudak. Uh, Rob, what's the choice here now that Hollow Knight and Elden Ring are off the board? Well, it would be kind of silly if I didn't pick the Viking game, right? Uh, we're going with God of War, Ragnarok. Like, I, I, I have to. I, yeah. I know, Ryan. I know. Look, look. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just super stuck for this game. I loved uh, 2018 God of War because I had kind of fallen off the series uh, after the first couple as kind of over them. And then that one released. And I that was the first platinum I had done in a long time. Uh, there was Bloodborne, then Doom 2016, and then uh, God of War Ragnarok. And I I'm looking forward to platinuming that game too. So yeah, I, it would be silly not to get it, get it now. And it had already been delayed out of 2021 because of Christopher judge uh, had an injury, I believe, uh, or was going through some medical stuff and uh, could not join. So that's me on time. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the goose. We'll just move it along. I won't ask any follow-ups. Uh, number five is our own Ryan Stabell and Locked In Games, who now does not get God of War Ragnarok. Uh, so what are you taking at number five, Ryan? No, that's okay. I, God of War, I, I really do hope that comes out this year, but I'm uh, you know, worried it might not. Uh, my pick will be something I'm extremely excited for. Very happy this fell to me in the fifth round. Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I'm an absolute huge fan of the first game. The second one looks like it's going to be fantastic. 
uh, really excited to play that game. I think it's going to do very well uh, critically. Yeah, that probably would have been my pick at six if you hadn't taken it here at five. So I think that's a very smart choice. Um, I tried playing the first one. I didn't get super far into it, but I know it's, you know, obviously extremely critically acclaimed. So uh, it's a pretty safe bet for a pick here in the first round. Um, This is another one. Do we have a firm release date for it yet? Yeah, it's uh, February 18th. It's a week before okay. Elden Ring, which is unfortunate for my life, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> because it also happened to Breath to of the Horizon. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, the good news for Fantasy Critic is, you know, we're more reliant on the critic scores than the sales numbers, at least. So uh, yeah. shouldn't affect it too much there, at least. Um, I think I think that's a fantastic pick, though. And so at number six, uh with a lot of the big heavy hitters off the board, uh, I'm going to go for something that I'm just super excited to play. Uh, we had un- listed under Rob as a joke at the start of the show, some indie. Um, this isn't really an indie game, but it's definitely the smallest title mentioned so far, I think. And that is Advance Wars Reboot Camp 1 and 2. Uh, that's going to be my pick here. Everyone is making bizarre hand motions at the camera as and i'm very confused about Ryan's what's going on around me. his focus oh okay but uh yeah this is a game that i loved back on uh, game boy advance uh all of the editions of advance wars and so i'm just very excited uh to see a, a remake of this coming to the switch um it's definitely one of my top anticipated games of the year so advance there's wars a, one and two reboot camp there's a redraft for you correct mm-hmm uh no, I don't think I did this. I might have picked up as a free agent actually. Last I, year. Yes, You're right. yeah, 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 yeah. It okay. wasn't announced when we drafted. Right. Like not by a right. long mm-hmm. shot. I it was, was so excited. September indie. I, we watched. September. Yeah, we watched that during the Nintendo Direct, and I went and bid on it immediately. <laughs> so. This is this is the game where I was worried this would fall out of the rules based on Chris. The you heard the goose. You heard <laughs> the goose, Chris. I am being honked out of this conversation. Fine. Uh, all right, Bob, pick number seven. What do you got here? Let me regale you with a quick tale here, if I may. So <laughs> you have uh, a minute. <laughs> when I was just a boy, I recall spending summers down the shore, Jersey Shore, as it were, pre-reality show before it was ruined. Uh Enjoying all sorts of uh, shrimp, crab, lobster, blue claws. Amazing. Uh, And what could be more heartfelt uh, than a a basket of seafood at the shore than the game Sifu, which is completely unrelated to the story I just mentioned. Uh, Sifu is my draft pick for uh, round one. Did not see Uh, that coming. Should be coming out in February. (laughs) I'm very hyped to play it. It looks very cool. Very cool art style. Bob's overcorrecting. He's only going to take games that are releasing in January and February. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to just rest on his laurels all year. Yeah. No, that was on my list. Um, I think that's going to score very well. It looks it looks uh, really cool. It's very fluid motion, you know, samurai action. So I, I'm excited for that one. All well, right. I, I would go on, but the goose told me I can't. Goose food. So true. <laughs> all right. So we get to number eight. Uh, we have Haley and Mike picking back to back here. We're going to start with Haley in round one. Inclined to talk for 60 seconds. So I hear that sweet, sweet goose. Um, <laughs> so I think for my first pick, uh, my top of my list is looking pretty thin after all those. But I think I'm going to go with Hogwarts Legacy for my first one. Pretty confident it's going to come out this year because it's already been delayed. Uh, it kind of looks like the game I've wanted for like 20 years. So 
hoping it's good. We'll see. Yeah. I think just strictly in regards to the critic scores, I think there is a concern there that the Mm. controversy surrounding J.K. Rowling has the potential to drag this down a bit. I share in your excitement in that I like this is the Hogwarts game I've wanted for 20 years. Absolutely. Like, I'm so hyped for that title. So that's Uh, a fantastic pick. And I was hoping I would be able to get it later on. Only 51.4% published. Uh, 57% counterpicked, which is... I mean, I, yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets counterpicked later, um, but I, I'm excited for it. All yes. right. <laughs> There's the goose. <laughs> Mike, you're up. All right. Well, I'm a veteran of both fantasy hockey and fantasy football, and you got to go for your guaranteed points getter in your first round pick. So that being, I'm going to go Gran Turismo 7. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, it's gonna, you know, I'm not even a huge, I'm not, I'm not going to play this game. No chance I'm going to play this game. No interest whatsoever, but it's going to look really good and it's going to perform really well. It's going to sell a lot of copies and people are going to like it because racing nerds uh, like Ryan are weird. So, uh, (laughs) so I'm going to, yeah, easy points, baby. It's smart because the people who review driving games like driving games. So they give it good reviews. So that's actually a super sneaky, smart pick. I will say, so the first year I did one of these with was with MinMax, and I actually wrote into Ben Hansen during one of their Monday council shows asking for advice about that, and he gave that same reasoning. And then whatever game it was he told me to pick, completely bombed. Because <laughs> all the fans hated it. Was it Bomb Rush Cyberpunk? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so we're going to put... Uh, Two minutes on the clock. Try not to drown yourself with so much time here, Alex. Well, we'll do one minute per pick. Uh, and so here is your 10th pick, the the last pick of the first round. Um, I'm kind of surprised this one didn't get picked. And I, I, I kind of bet it on it, though, because it comes out so soon. But I'm going to go with Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus? Pokemon Legends? Yeah. Whatever. Pokemon Legends. Uh, purely because uh, like, I like that they're shaking it up. They're slowly... Mm at a snail's pace inching towards what everybody wants a Pokemon game to be. But at the same time, I can't remember the last time a Pokemon game bombed critically in all honesty, because they don't review them based on, well, gold and silver was good. They review the game that's in front of them. And nine times out of 10 Pokemon RPGs are old faithful in terms of your turn-based kind of game. So I think, I think they review well. Yeah. I think it's going to do good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you worried at all from like the gameplay footage we've seen in trailers so far with that? Uh, no, because I think what, like when I see like the, the low frame rate and things like that for the bigger world, if you look like, if you look at it, it I, I personally feel like it's almost stylistic anyways, honk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So then what are you going to follow that one up with? What's your second pick? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I want to take, this game to make people angry. Uh, I'm going to go with a uh, suicide squad. Um, Good pick. I'm not even remotely interested in that game. And I was kind of disappointed at the gameplay reveal. Cause it's just not what I want that game to be, but Rocksteady makes good games. So it's that that's really what it comes down to for me. I don't see Rocksteady dropping the ball on anything. How do you think this Suicide Squad game will compare to the two films? Will it be more uh, the original Suicide Squad or the newer The Suicide Squad? I th- I don't think it's going to be a James Gunn style comedy. I think it's going to be 
based more off of the first Suicide Squad. Um, but <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be based off the, the original movie that came out in 2016. But son of a... <laughs> um, sorry, that sound means that uh, your time is up, sir. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> So we will move it back in the uh, opposite direction here, continuing round two. And Mike, you are back up with your second pick to follow up Gran Turismo 7. Oh, wow. Jeez. Uh, Alex is really throwing me for a loop um, right now. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to do something I know I shouldn't do and bet on Bethesda. So I'm going to oh go with Starfield. God. Wow. Did not um, see that coming this early kind of surprised it fell honestly i'm surprised it didn't go sooner i mean it's it's one of those things where it's probably gonna run like jank garbage for a first little bit and it's gonna be fixed by people way smarter than the developers of bethesda it feels like but i hope it's good i love sci-fi i'm way more inclined to play that over uh you know skyrim for the 19th time in 10 years so i hope it's good yeah, we'll see. I have faith in Todd. Let's go, Todd. Todd, Todd wants that sweet 11-11-2-2 release date. He does. Too. He loves that. He really, he that really shit. does. Yep. There's no that's, way that that's happens. Like the There's no way it hits that. That's... <laughs> He needs twenty two, twenty two. Oh, it's gonna get it's gonna get counterpicked for sure. <laughs> uh, no, that's like the biggest piece of faith I have in it releasing, though, is the fact that it's they want that release date so bad for yeah. one of their games. <laughs> True. Uh, all right, so Haley, you're gonna follow that up with your second pick here. All right, I think for my second pick, I'm going to go with. There's been a real trend in tall women who everyone wants them to step on them. So I'm going to go with Bayonetta 3. <laughs> <laughs> well, Love we saw it. Lady Lady Dimitrescu or whatever took the world mm-hmm. by storm. And I mean, it's just more of that, right? So it's going to do well. <laughs> She's been Plus a fan Bayonetta. favorite for a long time. Absolutely. And what? It's been how many years since Bayonetta 2? Like forever. So people are clamoring Ten. for it. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Damn near. So I feel like unless that is just really bad, it'll probably review decently well. Just because people want it. Platinum uh, don't miss. So yeah, yeah. I've never played a Bayonetta game. So the weapons are her hair. Is that right? Yes. Okay. I can see why Chris and, looks up to her. And then. her clothes. Glorious locks. <laughs> and, and. Sorry, I'm reeling in shambles right now. <laughs> yeah. And her clothes. Uh, oh, Mike. Okay. Mike, <laughs> you said Platinum don't miss. Can't wait to hear you draft Babylon's fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness uh, alright don't miss <laughs> you Bulesoft you Bulesoft is back on the clock with 60 seconds let's hear the next uh, little tale of your youth well I mean since we're on the trend of uh, very tall women you know stepping on people I'm going Kirby and the Forgotten Land uh, <laughs> it just seems thematically all there uh, who knows what that down B can turn into these days? Like it's 2022, you know. Um, a tall lady, what steps on you? <laughs> fingers crossed, Travis. Fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, a, a first party Nintendo title. Like those don't get below an eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and plus, it's Kirby. Uh, Everyone loves Golf. Kirby. Ah, people like golfing. Mario Golf a was, a, anyway, was a nine in my heart, but a seven on the uh, review scale. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, didn't get points. Yeah. Um, 
that was one of my late year pickups that did not work out last year. I think it got a 71. I, I got all of one point for Mario Golf. So, uh, it's points. It is points. Mm-hmm. Points are points because I lost them for Battlefield. So, uh, but I'm going to hop on the first party Nintendo train with, uh, with you, Mr. Buell. And uh, the second pick here is going to be Splatoon 3. I'm surprised I got it this late. Uh, I think my big concern is whether or not, again, it releases this year. <laughs> but uh, uh, the initial trailer promised 2022. And we know Nintendo has never lied about that before. So uh, fully confident that this is going to come out this year. I have loved every previous Splatoon game. I go really hard into them for a few months when they come out and then kind of put them away and don't touch them again. But it's always a good time and they always review very well. So if it comes out, I expect good points here. And that's it. I'll pass it on to uh, number five, which is Ryan. Uh, just to clarify, DLC is allowed, correct? Damn it! Correct. Damn uh, it. I will be taking... I'm so sorry, Rob. Destiny Twice. 2 the Witch Queen. <laughs> Can't believe it got to me. Uh, this is looking fantastic. Destiny's riding yeah, high. I expect good scores excited i don't know that i'm gonna play it but i'm excited to get it in the draft cheers rob (laughs) that's the sound of rob sneaking up behind you and (laughs) yep (laughs) okay well so so we've got rob in some serious shambles here uh what are you going to take uh, to to recover from this sir um, there, oh man, there's, that was literally going to be my next pick. Um, but to counteract that, I think I'm going to go Plague Tale Requiem. Yeah. Reverse I haven't played the first game, but it reviewed real well. Got like 84s on Open Critic. Uh, and next one's looking really good. I really want to play it. I have the PS4 slash ps5 upgrade version i want to get that so i uh, absolutely yeah. adore that first one the spelunkers did an exploration on it go check it out if you've played it. it's great i want to listen to it i want to play through and listen to it i think uh, of that game as the rat game so hard that when i went to draft it for you i typed plague t-a-i-l not t-a-l-e <laughs> i just did it again <laughs> <laughs> this is on the developers not on you this is yeah <laughs> i i agree if it's mistyped, he doesn't get the points for it. So you got to be. <laughs> that's how that works. Um, that's a that's a very good pick here. Uh, and there's the goose. So uh, we'll move on to the goose's favorite target. Chris, uh, you got your second choice here to follow up Breath I'm of the Wild too, baby. Uh, my list right now, it is a bloodbath. I <laughs> do not have enough games on here, but one of them that I do still have is. Monster uh, expansions are good. All fair, right? Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is a game that I think a lot of us were iffy on in 2021. We didn't know if it would uh, perform well, uh, but I think it came out and it did incredibly well. People love it. Uh, Rise is coming to PC. And I think across the board, this expansion is coming out. Uh, Rise has an 88 and I'm hoping this does similarly well. I will say, uh, so we've asked people, and they've been very responsible about this, and I appreciate it, to mute themselves when it's not their turn on the mic, uh, just to make this all go as smoothly as possible. 
the amount of shambles we have gotten already in just two rounds of this draft, it, it's it's out of this world. Uh, I Should think be expected. I think Alex almost died <laughs> on that last. <laughs> bit, so. uh, he he looks like he's still dying inside. Yeah, yeah. Ryan broke his TV. Uh, it's been crazy so far. Uh, so, uh, but that brings us back to uh, Preston who took Hollow Knight Silk Song to put Chris in shambles in the first round. Uh, not not a ton left now for the big titles. What are you taking here, Preston? I'm going to take Midnight Suns. Uh, yep. I, yeah. There's no way they put out a bad game. There are, you know, obviously like hardcore fans that are having issues with like the card battling system that they're implementing. Uh, but I mean, being able to travel into uh the uh the, the like the x-men uh, not even the you know the base and talk to people and have relationship building along with the strategy that uh that developer is so known for and don't quote me on what their name is because i have no idea uh it looks good game looks good and is- a lot of other people wanted it so it feels good <laughs> is, is this the uh like the marvel XCOM game yeah, yeah. okay yeah i i am excited for that one i just had to make sure that's what we were talking about but yes that looks very good and again yeah lots of reaction on the cameras for that one um so travis finally uh you had to wait it out was it as bad as you thought it was going to be waiting those 18 picks uh well no because i uh i didn't do too much preparation because I knew I was going to have roughly 20 minutes in between my <laughs> three sessions of picking. So uh, with my second pick, I'm really sad about Midnight Suns because uh, I'm extremely excited about that. Yeah, but I am going to all... take Cuphead, the delicious last course, uh, something I picked up last year as well. Uh, I think it's going to hit real good they've been working on it a long time um which probably means it's real fine-tuned and real polished uh when it does come out so i guess my only fear is that it maybe doesn't come out uh this year all right and then what are you going to follow that up with to start round three kerbal space program two nice Ooh! So no wow. anger. But a couple thumbs up in the chat. I think people. No, are no. Ryan, Ryan's mad. Ryan is big yeah. mad. Ryan actually, <laughs> he, you know what? He fixed his TV and then broke it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, first game was huge, like amongst a subset of people, and they they loved it. And I think the second game is going to probably be even bigger and is going to review really well for because it, uh as mentioned earlier it will be reviewed by people who probably played the first game uh because the learning curve is pretty big in that game if i am correct but mm-hmm. so those are those are my two picks excellent efficient use of the timer and uh we will move it back to preston if he can control himself here uh for her his third pick I've got a shape and a genre for you. Uh-oh. Two words that mean very little, but when they're put together, they mean everything. Triangle strategy. Triangle <laughs> there strategy. Is. There it is. I mean, they mean a lot, I guess, separately, 
but it's it's going to be a great game. Uh, it's by the creators of that one game that people really liked, and it scored like eights and nines, if I remember right. Uh, that one game with the art style that everyone was like, oh, we should copy that for years. Uh, Traveler. That's the one, the eight. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so they're doing their own <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics version. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm very excited for this game. I played the heck out of the demo. Uh, it looks very cool. Uh, we have a lot of fans in this chat, it looks like, too. Uh, noticeably, uh, Mike Tucker looked very upset when you made that pick. So, <laughs> Absolute, uh, shambles. Absolute shambles. Absolute yeah. shambles. Oh, and I won't play it. But I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> You've been That's, honked. The insult to injury there. Okay, uh, we go back to Chris Babino for his third pick. All right. I am seeing a pattern in the games that I'm able to pick. We have another one that was kind of an underdog. Uh, another sequel, Mario plus Rabid Sparks of Hope. Uh, this is another one where the original game came out. People had low expectations and it blew a lot of people away. Um, I am hoping that they have learned some cool lessons implemented. It looks like they implemented some new things gameplay wise. I loved the first Mario plus Rabbids game. It was a solid uh, tactical sort of, you know, accessible tactical game. Um, and I think that the sequel could do fairly well. Yeah. Travis keeps telling me that the key to parenthood for very young children is having the switch handy at all times while you're you know, holding the baby, cradling the baby. And that's this is such a good game for that because it's one that you can just put down whenever between turns and walk away from and if you need to and then come back to it. And it's I picked it up when it was on sale for like $50 two years after it came out because <laughs> Nintendo. Um, and I need to go back to it and play it some more. But uh, I, I like this pick a lot. I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Rob, fourth, uh, third pick. Sorry, what do you got here? Uh, well, Mar- uh, Midnight Suns was going to be my next one after that, but I'm torn between a lot right now, and I th- think I'm going to end up with, yeah, e- there's a good chance it doesn't come out this year, but I'm going to hold out hope. Um, I'm going to go Sea of Stars. Uh, the studio behind The Messenger, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name right now. Um, Sabotage, Sabotage Studios. Messenger was a great like throwback Ninja Gaiden Metroidvania game, and Sea of Stars looks like a fantastic throwback Chrono Trigger esque turn based JRPG, but in in that style. With uh, even has uh, Mitsuda has the composer uh, for some of it, so I'm looking forward to. I hope it releases here this year. It looks fantastic. It's. I saw there was there was a lot of sage head nodding on that one. A lot of people were like, solid pick, solid pick. Uh, I think that was that was a popular one. I know you drafted that very high in uh, the Spelunkers League, so I was waiting for that one to come out. So, um, all right, uh, we move on then to Ryan with his third pick. We've seen him in repeated shambles in the last 10 minutes. Uh, now he's frozen, but we'll see if uh, the mic is still working. Uh, Ryan, what are you taking here? Uh, okay. Yeah. A lot of shambles (laughs) over the last few picks. Um, I think we don't always, you know, sometimes we just got to go for the games we really want to play, even if we think they're going to do okay at best. I think everyone already knows what game this is going to be. If they know me good enough, I'll be taking tiny Tina's wonderlands here in the third round. 
Uh, I am a huge Borderlands fan. The whole universe, it's uh, some of my favorite gaming. Uh, I'm really, and I think Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, the DLC for two that this game is based off of, for my money, is the best DLC I've ever played. Um, and I'm really excited to see them just expand on that formula and make a full game out of it. I'm going to be playing this for way too many hours. Just as many as I can get away with in my life. And uh, I'd love to get a quick reaction from Alex on this pick. Alex, what do you think? <laughs> it's a really good pick. Really good pick, Ryan. You got a good pick. You got a good pick there, buddy. Thanks, I'm Alex. Gonna, I'm going to bleep that whole thing out. Like you just <laughs> there's, swore there's literal repeatedly. steam coming out of Alex's ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's Ryan's third. That puts us officially halfway through this draft, uh, going Where into the it? back half and, and looking for... Uh, some gems and one that's already been delayed at least once, maybe a couple times now. Uh, but these mm. are again games that always review super well. Uh, and so I'm taking Lego Star Wars, the complete Skywalker saga, episodes one through nine. Give it to me, inject it into my veins. I love Lego games, I love Star Wars. I am very ready for that experience, and I'm hoping we finally get it in 2022. That's another redraft, right? Shut up, mm. Travis. <laughs> Picking a Lego game is big brain. That's yeah, a big brain you. pick. Thank you. Appreciate you, Haley. <laughs> uh, I've been playing some Lego Jurassic Park, uh, or, and uh, it's pretty sweet. The I love humor, how they just... It's just so good. <laughs> they just have the straight have the voice lines from the movies. Mm-hmm. And I love that. That's hilarious to me. Yep uh absolutely yeah it's it's the lines from the movie with just the most slapstick silly humor possible i love it uh all right but that's the goose and so we move it on to bob with his third pick thanks for the toss there uh you know when i was just a boy uh no (laughs) we all can remember our times uh you know at the beach in the sand enjoying wonderful things preferably pivot Jersey Shore. Oh, no. I'm going exactly where you think I'm going. Uh, There's a game I'm not walking out of this draft without because it's my most anticipated game of 2022, and it's coming out in under two weeks. Can't wait to counterpick uh, it. I Just the amount of net play it's going to get for me is going to raise its Metacritic score. <laughs> Wind Jammers 2. A sequel <laughs> almost 30 years in the making. To quote and Dave Lang, you will happening. never get another Windjammer. <laughs> <laughs> and he was almost right, because it was also I my know. most anticipated of 2020, 2021, and 2022, because it I just know. perpetually was in limbo. Uh, but it's supposedly finally coming out, and I cannot wait, and I need it. I need it in my life, and I need it on my list. All right, all right. The goose has spoken, Bob. And um, goose. You know what? <laughs> Put a frisbee in there, goose. All right, I'm playing wind jam. <laughs> He'd steal that frisbee. You know he would. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Haley. We're finally back to you and Mike here, back to back. So, Haley, what is your third pick going to be? My third pick is going to be Stray, that mysterious cat game yeah. that I'm so intrigued by that I feel like I haven't heard a lot about recently. Yeah, I remember seeing it. What, it was like state of play or something. They showed the first trailer and I was like, yep, immediately yep. don't know what's going on, but it has a cute kitty. So I want it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's... They're, they're behind like that publisher is behind like journey. What, what remains of Edith Finch? They published that like they publish a lot of good, like high scoring 
indie-esque like Annapurna and great movies so I feel like they kind of join on to things that look pretty rock solid so I feel like it's gonna do pretty good hopefully yeah we watched we watched that trailer during the state of play and I immediately like stopped had to go to youtube and like let's put it back on and watch it three more times (laughs) like that's exactly our kind of vibe uh my wife and i we will be getting that day one to play we're very excited about stray that would have been my next pick i considered it over lego but it's a great pick great pick uh all right mike what are you going with uh i'm gonna counter my lovely podcast partner with my own indie darling game uh coming this year i'm gonna go with somerville by the guys who made um, Inside and Limbo. <laughs> I think Preston's really upset. Finally, <laughs> Shambler is shambles. He screamed uh, but... and then was worried he hadn't muted himself, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have still have yet to play Inside. I loved Limbo. Loved Limbo. Have not, so have not played Inside yet. It's on my list. But Do this you know game anything like... about Inside? Uh, no, I haven't been spoiler free. Preston's going to spoil himself in the DM here in a sec. <laughs> you don't know how hard it is not to spoil those last like 10 minutes. Yep. They're so good and they're so crazy. I want to, but I haven't. Uh, but I'm excited. So like, I think let's see a re- rebuttal from Preston, Brian, if you don't mind. He seems upset. Absolutely. Preston, <laughs> would you like to uh, make a statement here? It's too busy so laughing. Red, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is the shambles we come here, folks. Wow. Okay. Inside yeah. is fantastic. You absolutely need to play this. And I was not expecting Somerville to be picked even at all. I feel like it's been under the radar in a weird way with how great it's going to be. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, I think maybe next year we should have 30 seconds for a rebuttal from the most aggrieved person. <laughs> yes. I, I appreciate I co- that. Change. I co-sign yeah. this. I co-sign yeah. this. <laughs> we can do it moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, we move to the most aggrieved person, perhaps, in this recording right now. Uh, Alex has sworn in the chat multiple times over the last uh, 15, 20 minutes. But he gets, the he gets two picks in a row here to try and exact some revenge. So, uh, Alex, what are you leading off here with? It's a good thing we have a chat for me to swear in. Um, <laughs> so I'm surprised this one hasn't gotten picked yet. And this is going to be like my little indie pick. Um, I'm going to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. Um, just because, like, purely based on the fact that it's Dottie Moon making it. Um, they yeah. did the uh, Streets of Rage 4, and it's an amazing game. Like, one of the tightest brawlers I've ever played. Um, and I have complete faith in them when it comes to this game. Uh, gorgeous art style from a really reliable studio. So I, I don't see anything wrong happening Crit- with that game. Yeah, Chris, I can't tell if you were bored with that pick or if you were just angry because you forgot about it or something. Something was going on over there. That was big time. My next pick. Oh, okay. Sorry, bud. Uh, Fair. Alex has been shambled so much this past round. Yeah, you get him. You get him. Yeah, it's just (laughs) that trailer just immediately takes you back to those old arcade cabinets. So very exciting. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, all right, so what is the second pick, Alex? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta die first. <laughs> okay, um, all right, what's the next one? Uh, another one I'm kind of surprised has been picked because this is a big, probably one of the few AAAs left, but I'm gonna go with uh, Forspoken. Uh, 
because it's Square Enix making an action-adventure game. And I don't know about you guys, but they're really good at making action-adventure games. Not so much like games of service titles, even though I played them a lot. But um, yeah, it, it just it looks like right up their alley, exactly what you would expect to see from Square Enix doing a fantasy game in the vein of like a, like a Tomb Raider or something like that. So I don't know. I really want to play that one, and I can see it doing pretty well. I think yeah. I feel like I've taken a bit of a a bit of a risk with it, honestly. But considering their track record for that style of game, I think it'll do good. It looks inter- like dope. If I you want to take, yeah, I think the premise looks very cool. Go ahead. If Travis. you want to take even more of a risk, there's a DLC. <laughs> Let's talk about there's a DL. <laughs> there's a DLC available for it that it says coming out <laughs> holiday 2022. So if you want to really take a risk and you really want it forespoken on your list, well, I got the thing for you. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm okay. going to stick with just the game if that's... <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go back to cussing in the chat. All right. I heard the goose. I heard the goose. Calm down, folks. Uh, we're going to swing it back to Mike for his fourth pick now. We're getting to the back half here for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually so excited this game has fallen to me because what's a good fantasy draft without a little chaos? So I'm going to be picking Final Fantasy Origin Stranger in Paradise, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know. I'm just (laughs) Um, picking chaos here on the list. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I like I was not high on this game at all until I actually watched like I think it was like a Twitter thread or a Reddit post. Because the marketing for this game has been absolutely terrible, but it actually looks really fun. I didn't play any of the demos. But it's made by Team Ninja, who I love from Neo and Ninja Gaiden and all sorts of... Or is Team Ninja Ninja Gaiden? Or is, I know Team Ninja's yes. Neo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looks The combat looks super fun. I love character action games. And as a, as a job system, which I'm the biggest sucker for in any RPG, I love job systems. Um, I'm sure the dialogue is going to be terrible and cringy, but maybe it's on that level of so bad it's good. That's what I'm kind of hoping it's going to be. But uh, I have I have moderate expectations. I think it's going to do a lot better than people think it's going to do. Got a great soundtrack so far. That Limp Bizkit yeah, track. Am I right? The best. Break stuff. The best song. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't honk me. <laughs> uh, all right, Haley. Uh, what are you going to be taking for your fourth game? I think I'm doing the first. It's not announced yet pick. Nice. I'm thinking what's going to happen this year. As much as I want Breath of the Wild 2 to come out, it's not going to come out. And instead, they're going to give us like a Zelda HD trilogy thingy like they did with Mario. So I'm wondering, I don't know the rules of this, if I have to say it's going to be three games in a pack or if I had to pick just one, I think they'd do Twilight Princess. But if I think they're going to do three, I think they're going to do Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess. Uh, hmm, under the rules of the league, I don't think oh, remasters, no remasters are in. You're right. So Maybe they're remaking Twilight Princess a, from the ground up. But if it's a trilogy <laughs> of games, does wish. that count? I don't. I can scratch it from the record. Oh, is that, that why no one chose easier. Skyward Sword last year? Oh, I did. Por- <laughs> por- ports and remaster, everything was available last Fair year. Last Every- year yeah. I picked Disco Elysium, the final cut. Like, yeah. I was but shameless like, last year. This year I yeah. went a little bit. Yeah, I went uh, much more strict this year. Right, I think so yeah, let's let's reset the clock for Haley, and yeah, we'll absolutely. let her make a different pick. <laughs> sorry, sorry real, real about quick. that. <laughs> 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> three means restart, right? The three honk. The re honk. Yeah, yep. Three honking. Okay, perfect. Uh, in that case, oh, I'm torn between two indies, and I think I'm gonna go with uh, the safer bet, which is Oxen Free Two. Good call. Yeah, Lost Signals. I actually haven't played the first one. I played After Party, which I loved, and I know I'll love Oxen Free. I just never sat down and did it. I know it's amazing. I've been told. That it's, it's like game. one of the best written games of all time. Let I me just tell you, it. it's amazing. <laughs> it's stuff yeah, on no, the it's top of my like need to playlist right now. So thinking two is going to be good, and I think After Party was like severely um, like underrated. Underrated, like no one talked about it when it came out. It had amazing writing in it, and the game yeah, was, was great. I loved it. So I'm going to say Oxen Free too. I feel like people will pay attention to that and it will get decent reviews. All right, excellent pick, uh, Bob. You are up next. Thank you. Uh, now, Brian, I don't know if I've made this clear, but I spent a lot of summers uh, down the shore. Uh, as, a shore as, as a boy. As a boy, in fact. I spent uh, a lot of years as a boy. I spent a lot of years <laughs> as a boy. When I was young, I was <laughs> mostly a boy, now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and among the uh, the great arcade games that I played, including Windjammers, uh, there were some amazing uh, Neo Geo games. Uh, that oh. were also in that arcade, uh, and uh, we're very lucky that there is a tactics-based spinoff of one of those amazing games yep. uh, that is releasing, Metal Slug Tactics. Yep. It's going to be coming out 2022, pixel art, yeah. uh, tactics style, it is like overflowing with charm, uh, and it I cannot good. wait to play it. It looks it so, so darn good. Um, I love everything about it. If I'm rating it, it's a 10. And maybe I'll start an outlet just to give it a 10. Give myself a little bump. <laughs> you know what? You just got honked. <laughs> <laughs> that one was uh, that was very high on my list. It actually probably makes my next decision a little bit easier. It was probably it was, my next yeah. pick. <laughs> so Whew. that's a very good pick, though, and yeah. very timely, for sure. Uh, all right. So Bob has selected Metal Slug Tactics. And with the next pick... Uh, I'm going with another indie game that every time someone mentioned they were taking an indie game in the last like four rounds, <laughs> three and a half rounds, I was worried it was going to be this one. Uh, but I'm going to go with Tunic, which just looks yep. like an adorable uh, Zelda-like, sort of in that Link's Awakening art style, but with a little cute fox instead of uh, Link. Zelda-like so. a fox, I hear, is what it was uh, <laughs> called for a long time. Uh, I was I was tuned into my list, Rob. Who would you say had the biggest shambles on this one? A pretty clear cut between Haley, Preston, and Travis. Like it was yeah. like even. <laughs> Haley, you're looking well, forward to this game. So this is being made by a dude that lives in our city, where nothing happens. Nothing happens where we live, and so it's Haley. Um, <laughs> it would have been the juiciest. I was kind of hoping it'd be my final juicy pick so I could be like, our city isn't just by the water with one bar. A guy made a good game. So. No, we oh, love well. the indie <laughs> here. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad and excited uh, that your city is making this game because it looks very fun and I can't it's wait a, to play it. It's a good pick. Uh, all right, Ryan, you have the next pick, sir. Fourth one on the list. What do you got? I also had uh, a, a little bit of panic sent in when Mike started to talk about chaos. Uh, mm. This is also a <laughs> game that's going to bring some chaos to my list. I'm very excited for it. I'm a big fan of the series and them rebooting Saints Row 
makes me very happy. Uh, I'm very excited for this game. It looks great. I think it's going to do well, pretty well critically because they're dialing back some of the the chaosity and it's going to like it's going to be a nice nostalgia pill for people. I think it's going to do well. All right. Uh, very good use of time. I appreciate you, sir. So it's like Murphy's <laughs> half law. Everything that could go wrong might go wrong at some point or not. Agnostic <laughs> uh, Murphy's law. He's just not quite <laughs> sure yet. <laughs> Undecided Murphy. For the listeners, that was Bob Buell. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Rob, you have your fourth pick here. Oh, man. Uh, well... Uh, there are a couple uh, great picks here, and I was going to pick uh, a few of them. So, moving on, just settle for something that might do well. Um, it's this is hard. We got down to the really hard section. Uh, screw it, I'm going to go for it. I'm going with Dying Light Two. Hmm. I have faith. I loved the first game. Uh, The second one, I mean, it was supposed to come out last year. It was supposed to contribute to the final full draft of my list of having grappling hook of the year draft. And it didn't come out last year. So it's coming out this year, come hell or high water. But like the, the Paris, the paraglider that it's got grappling hook, the narrative directions it could potentially go. uh, I'm super stoked for it. Nice. Mike, you look pretty excited about that one. Are you looking forward to Dying Light too? Uh, yeah, I think Dying Light is truly one of the best games of the last generation that very few people actually played. It's, a PS4 it's incredible. It. It's yeah. super good. And uh, Haley just wrote in the chat, um, do you have 500 hours to beat it? To Rob? Because there's a, <laughs> there was that tweet today being like, it's going to take 500 hours to beat Dying Light 2. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people overreacting to that. My God. We will have to uh, repost the transcript of the chat in the uh, Discord after. There'll be a little bonus for our Discord subscribers uh, because there's some great stuff going on in there as as people go into shambles over each pick. Uh, Okay, so we are back to Chris Bavino for his fourth pick. What's it going to be now? All right, so I'm kind of torn between a bigger game or an indie darling. I'm going to go with the bigger one. I'm going Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I don't know. This is a risky pick to me. Uh, I think that there has clearly maybe been some development like stuff going on in the background that has me a little bit worried. Um, I think there were some creative, like some higher ups that moved in and out of the studio. But just tonally, I think this game looks great. Um, I think The Evil Within and The Evil Within 2 especially are two fantastic games. So I am excited to see what the team does with with Ghostwire Tokyo. I can't wait. I should clarify. I was only laughing because of Alex's reaction to the shambling. Gotcha. <laughs> I was laughing at your pick. Your, lift, your, your pick was great. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. That was... <laughs> That was so sad. <laughs> and I, I, I am also looking forward to that game. I love Akumi Nakamura, and I'm sad she left, but she had a kid instead. So, like, go her. But, uh, yeah, that's a good pick, man. All right. Uh, Preston, we're back to you for your fourth. Weird West. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, uh, try, no. Uh, on. So... <laughs> 
So what's the thought with this pick, Preston? I, it's one of the original founders of Arcane, and it's going to mm-hmm. be an Arcane-like uh, isometric game. I love isometric games, and if they're really going to put in the... Um, uh, Rob, help me out. What's the f- type of game that is? I, uh, immersive Sim. Immersive Sim. If they're actually yeah. putting in the Immersive Sim that he's known for and that that studio... or like They are. The types of games that he has made previously known for, and yeah. it looks like they are, it's going to be great. It looks really cool. I'm super excited for that one for sure. Just got delayed a couple months, or was it just a month? It was like February, March. I can't remember, but it was just delayed out of January. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, It'll... I mean, yeah, it was supposed to come out like in two weeks. It's fine, right? It's, it's this fine. is fine. <laughs> Uh, okay. And back to Travis. Uh, so Travis will be the first one to complete his initial list here. Uh, you got two picks, uh, four and five. So we'll start with your fourth game, Travis. Uh, so I'm going to take Crusader Kings three Royal court. Uh, yes. Uh, cause Crusader Kings three, one of the worst counterpick uh, scores I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it it really uh, was in the 90s. So I would expect yeah. the same from uh, from DLC. Um, Hell yeah. I've tried to play Crusader Kings a little bit uh, when I got it on uh, Game Pass. But... It is a lot. So yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, this is one of Kel's like absolute favorite franchises. She will put hundreds of hours into Crusader Kings when they come out, and I just I stare at it, and it's just a map that changes very slowly <laughs> over very many hours, and I can't I can't get into it. Um, but she loves it. So, and they do review extremely well. Uh, now we're at the toughest part of any draft. The last pick. Um, I'm going to go with something that releases on the same day as Crusader Kings three Royal court. Uh, Ollie Ollie world. I am extremely excited for Ollie Ollie world. I played a lot of, uh, Ollie Ollie world one and two, uh, and the, yep. And the and great mechanics and the mm-hmm. changes they're making to you know make it a little to shake it up uh, seemed like quite a bit uh, even in the art style make me really excited and I think it's going to be really good. Solid pick. Yeah, that's a good one to finish on. I think um, there's a very good chance that reviews well and uh, will probably be the first Ollie Ollie World I check out just because I'm gonna want to play with you so. Uh, all right, Preston, we go back to you to finish your uh, good game picks. Uh, what do you got for your fifth choice here? I'm going to go. I'm stuck between two, and I think I'm going to go with the one that has the more established background and established developer with Open Roads, um, which is going to be the story-based mother and daughter uh, uh, road trip story narrative game right mm-hmm. uh and it's the developers of you know those games where so fulbright's the studio fulbright yes uh and so they gone home was the another game. gone home i was thinking just home yeah but yeah i, I think they're gonna make a just a solid 
narrative game and it's going to review well. What do you think about potential controversy given the uh, push the backlash to Steve Gaynor? Well, I mean, I don't think that controversy will go against the game itself because they are still no. pushing through and he stepped down and yeah. like the studio has cleared out that toxicity in a way that sure. I think was fairly swift um, sure. once those uh, those things came to light, at least from what I understand. So I, uh, it hopefully doesn't affect anything. And I think that studio is a lot more than just Steve Gaynor. Totally. And, so those, and yeah. And so the, I think they'll still be able to build a great, I think they'll build a great narrative and it in no way is based. On sure. Him, I hope, know. I hope so too. Yeah. Uh, all right. I I was going to ask a follow up but I heard the goose. Um but I saw Bob <laughs> Buell give a give a big thumbs up on that one. Bob, is this a game you're excited about too? Yeah, I forgot about it. I put it on my Steam wish list uh, as soon as they announced the trailer and it will hmm. definitely be a purchase but uh excellent pickup. Yeah. Nice. Uh all right, Chris Babino, back to uh Mighty Mighty Boss Tomes for their final uh pick of the draft here. Um okay, I am torn between two yep i think i'm torn between 10 okay i'm gonna (laughs) go with so i wasn't able to get the teenage mutant ninja turtles game um i wasn't able to get advance wars i wanted uh that way forward game but there is still i believe it's a way forward game uh available uh river city girls 2 uh i I knew it i knew the shambling (laughs) brawlers are back baby there, uh, River City Girls is a great game that flew under a lot of people's radars, and I think <laughs> they will make the sequel better. Um, okay, Alex, uh, did River City Girls 2 fly under your radar? <laughs> you have 30 minutes. Nope, 30 seconds. <laughs> it was, uh, it was uh, really on my radar. Really love, really love that first one. <laughs> the game's on your radar. Good, good pick, good pick, good pick. No, we're good. Alex, I gotta, good Alex, I gotta tell you, I, uh, my other possible choice was another game that was very on your radar that I am not picking because it might be Ooh. more risky. So, Ooh. Good, pick, good pick, good pick. No, okay. good pick. No, good game, good idea, good idea. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mike, you seem like you like this one a lot too. So uh, yeah, River City there. Girls 1 is such an incredible beat-em-up. And Chris, I'm happy with this pick as long as we play a co-op together, brother. That sounds I love so it. Fun. Let's do it. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, it's Ooh. that's it way forwards the goat in those these 2D beat-em-ups. Like it's gonna be such a great game. I'm so yeah. excited. It looks great. All right. Excellent. Uh Rob, you're up again, sir. Oh boy, it's my time again, and I don't know what to pick um there's so many options here some of which i'm probably going to save for free agency uh so i'm sorry mike i am going to take king of fighters 15 that's fine (laughs) uh know a little about it but it is going to be a heavy hitter fighting game i think it's going to be one of the probably the best reviewed uh, if only really reviewed uh fighting games this year and I think it'll do really well. Heard it, it here was... first. Rob predicting King of Fighters 15 will win the Game Awards Best Fighting Game of the Year in 2022. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we'll keep that rolling then to Mr. Ryan Stabell for the next pick. All right. So I'm torn between a few here. Uh, I've got something that I'm looking forward to, but I don't know is necessarily going to review super well. Uh, something I think is going to review very well uh, and is probably flown under everyone's radar. Something that I'm a little concerned won't release this year. 
and something just to put Alex in more shambles. Uh, I think I'm going to go with what I think is going to do the best that a lot of people have slept on, and that is Moss Book 2. Mm, and this is VR, right? This is a VR game, which is why I Our think first VR it, but, pick of the night, I think. Yeah. Uh, but Moss reviewed <laughs> extremely well. Very Ooh. good game. Haley McLean pulling out the Moss action figure on camera. She had it right there. That's how prominent it is on her desk. It was right there. She didn't have to go just, get that. I just heard good things. Nothing, <laughs> nothing to say when Bob pulled out Cuphead. But... <laughs> and his pal um, Mugman, for the record. <laughs> Mugman. Listen, I'm going back and forth between at least four tabs here. I apologize. Sorry, Goose. <laughs> uh, dare you <laughs> but Haley you uh, you are excited for Moss book two as well it sounds like I loved Moss um, the first one like I got a PSVR and that was the first thing I played it was it's so cool like you can lean forward and look to the rest of the like part of the level like even though you can't access it yet until you do your puzzle you can peek and see everything oh it's it's you so cool the story about the, where you got the toy Oh, yeah, I played it at E3 2017, and they gave me this little toy. So that's, like, why uh, I have it. It's horrible. Its leg is missing. <laughs> its Aww. tail is gone. <laughs> but it's still cute. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, okay, I am oh, I am between, like, a triple A AAA and a, a, another indie darling. And I just, like, as I grow older and have less time to just sit and play games for 40 hours, I find myself drawn to these short indie experiences. I've always wanted to run a bed and breakfast. Uh, I've always wanted to be a grizzly bear. So, uh, oh no, the shambling and breakfast, uh, which in which you attempt to run a bed and breakfast while hiding the fact that you are a bear from your customers. <laughs> uh, and at the end of the trailer, there's also a very oh, but there's something mysterious in the woods hook, which is just like all in on my vibe. Like I've got. Bed and breakfast simulator with lost overtones. Like, give it to me, please. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, you seem like you're pretty excited about this. <laughs> no, this one's all Haley. Oh, oh. my God. I love, I'm so excited for bear and breakfast. I thought it was my little sneaky final pick that I could get, but I don't know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> I, am, I am deeply sorry, um, but not so sorry that I'm going to give it up. So You've been goose honk stamped. <laughs> Bear, okay, I've been goose stamped. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so Bear and Breakfast is my pick. We move on to Bob for his final pick. Now, I know I'm not one for telling stories. Uh, Definitely but, true. Uh, I'm not saying that about you. Uh, constant, famously. <laughs> famously short-winded is what they also, call Also, ne- <laughs> never been a boy. Never. Famously, <laughs> don't know what an ocean is. Never seen a beach. <laughs> never. Um... But, uh, you know, between being a boy, being an adult, uh, time uh, we, we learned is a flat circle. Being a beach. And <laughs> Death Stranding. Uh, and uh, I'm picking uh, for my number five because I knew no one else would uh, take it. Uh, one of my most excited picks of last year. Three words. Say it with me. Bomb. Cyber rush. rush. Cyberpunk. <laughs> That's right. Everyone knows it. Everyone I'm just loves it. You weren't actually hung. Keep going. <laughs> from the from the uh, the same musical minds of Jet Set Radio, a spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio, and uh, it was supposed to come out last year. It got bumped, and it's everything I want in a Jet Set Radio sequel, and it's finally happening. So, 
Sure it is. Punk uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get final picks now from uh, Mike and Haley uh, in reverse order of that. Haley first, then Mike. Sorry. Uh, so, Haley, what is your final pick for your team? Put them in okay. channels. I'm put. Uh, I'm between two things, but before I pick, I need a verdict because I know that we can't choose like serial entries. So like you can't choose a FIFA game because there's a FIFA every year or whatever. But what right. is the group's take on choosing a Jackbox party pack? Because they are every year. But I would be fine too- with that. I would be. Okay that- with that. I have no issue with that because they're not quite an annual. Commissioner, we need a thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs okay. up from the commissioner. I, think I was hoping he would Phoenix be a himself is here. Style, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with, it is unannounced, but Jackbox Party Pack 9. I feel like it'll come out and they always do decently well. They get between like mid-70s, sometimes high 80s. So I think they'll it, do okay. They're, they're what, good is, what is your favorite uh, Jackbox Party Pack game? Like individual game? Oh, man. What, well, we play them all day. <laughs> what would you say is the one we played well, them with? I mean, I know mine, but what's yours? Ah, oh, shoot. This could this be its own draft. We'll have, we'll have to have you guys. I do love Drawful. <laughs> There's a new we'll one do where... do a community uh, Jackbox play. Absolutely. Oh, I have every yeah, single so one, so we can play every single one. Hell Excellent. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Mike, what are you going to follow up Jackbox with? Uh... <sighs> It's kind of cr- like I'm very torn. There's a lot of cool indies left. One kind of large AAA, kind of, and VR. Ugh, I don't know. I think that's gonna go do so well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Rainbow Six Extraction, which has fallen b- way farther than I thought it would. I, I mean, I have it. never played Siege in my life, um, but <laughs> I think right I know people who love it. Siege who play it literally every day. So. This new PVE focused shooting, not zombie crystal rock men, <laughs> whatever they are, is. I think he was gonna f- uh, free agency pick it. Well, ah. so I was thinking about picking this, but there is a preview going on right now, and I read some impressions from that, and uh, and it did not give me the sense yeah, don't tell that don't tell it is gonna <laughs> uh, review super well. It gets locked in on the honk. Can I change? Can, can, change. I, can I can I change my pick? Oh. You've been honked, sir. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, you might have Rainbow saved Six because Ryan track. was making some very hurt faces there at the end. So I think he was gonna pick that on a free agency because I know yeah. he's a big. So fan Ryan, of Ryan has faith games. that it's gonna review well for you, Mike. It's a ten uh, for me. <laughs> All right, so the final pick of the regular draft here goes to Alex uh, once again. Multiple shambles since your last pick, which was Forspoken. Uh, what are you taking here to finish your list? Uh, the delegation of disappointment would like to take a Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to pick uh, <laughs> Trek to Yomi. Yeah, um, nice pick. A Devolver digital side-scrolling black and white samurai game that focuses on like a oh. slow combat and parry system. Uh, looks From the same studio as Shadow banging. Warrior. Nice. Yeah, so I, I can't wait for it. It literally looks like they took the Kurosawa mode from uh, Ghost of Tsushima and made a 2D Souls-like side-scrolling mm-hmm. game out of it. Um, so I'm picking that one. And I have to finish out strong with something like that because last year I picked Ballad Wonderworld and it didn't work out very well for me. So, mm. uh, Ryan, you had a reaction there at the end. Uh, you okay, buddy? I had a reaction to chat. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that one that one was certainly something I was considering for a for a free agent pickup. I am uh it looks good. I'm still yeah. I'm still shocked you didn't actually take Sonic Frontiers though at some point. But have you have you played uh, their games? Uh some of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. <laughs> and one more time we get the Sonic drowning. no no that's how i remember it uh okay so the initial drafting is over here uh, but we do have one round left and we go in reverse order which means alex has the number one pick in this round travis has the last pick and this is our counter pick round where you have to pick something that has already been drafted that you expect again not to review well or to perhaps not release at all, in which case you would mm. take a zero. Uh, so, Alex, out of every game that has been drafted so far, uh, whose feelings do you want to hurt? It is <laughs> tough, man. It's so tough. Yeah. Who yeah. picked that crappy-looking Sonic game? Um, <laughs> Nobody. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, this one's. T- this is really tough. This is really tough. Uh, I just kind of, I kind of want to go with my gut. Do it. Uh, it sounds, you know, I mean, I'm I'm picking Rainbow Six Extraction. I, I, I just I'm it just it, no <laughs> those games don't set the world on fire anymore. I don't know. Not until like the second year. It seems like it's a mode, and they just made a whole game about it. So that's fair. Mm, okay, it was the most popular mode for a while. Yeah, but, I mean it's it's a it's a good pick. It's I've seen a lot pick. of first person shooters launch in a less than savory condition. That ge- so. Rainbow Six Siege itself did launch in a less than satisfactory <laughs> state. Um, Mike, do you want to defend your pick at all here? I mean, I have no, I got no personal attachment to Rainbow Six, that's for sure. But I mean, I'm hoping that I guess my logic. I know how popular Siege has become. Uh, in the years since it's very poor launch and i'm hoping ubisoft maybe for once learned something but i'm not super hopeful but <laughs> we'll see They're and known for learning that things. It, yeah that extraction comes out with all these fixes and it's ready to go but hey who knows gotcha who knows uh all right well you get to make the next counter pick here so uh again you can pick from anyone's list uh assuming except your own but uh <laughs> what would you like to counter pick uh, I gonna be I'm gonna be this guy and manifest this very bad thing into the world. But Breath of the Wild Two is not coming out in 2022. I'm sorry, Chris. Man, if it does, I wow. mean, if it does, I'm absolutely screwed, and I'm willing to fully admit done. that right now. But I, I don't think boldness. it's coming. That it will sink you if it does. Bold, yeah. I love I don't, the chaos. It's not coming. It's you got. You know, Splatoon 2 is probably in the summer. And then Three. you got Kirby and Forgotten Land. That's probably in, like, Nintendo spaces the releases so weirdly. I, I really think this Breath of the Wild 2 sequel and the Switch quote-unquote Pro are coming together in 2023. Wow. I am I am shocked. Honestly shocked. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 has been counterpicked. I mean, I get the thinking. I feel like maybe there's other games on this list that are also doubted for 2022 but i yeah okay uh Full chaos baby <laughs> i love it i love it uh i know this game is coming out but i don't have high hopes for it is is pokemon legends arceus 
which might be a weird take, but I don't know. No, I don't know about you guys, take. but when I, I look at those trailers and I see what they show, I have zero like heart for whatever I'm looking at. Like, it, yeah, I get what they're going for, and I know like, oh, Pokemon open world, what we've always wanted, but it's not going to be that, and it's not going to be what we envisioned. It's going to be like a scaled down version, and then no one will be that satisfied with it, and it will review poorly. I yeah. think is what's going to happen. I think sure. that initial trailer, people got a little too excited for what that game could be. And well, yeah. it's because they oh. finally announced that it was what people have been waiting decades for. Yeah. And now public perception yeah. is definitely starting to shift in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like people who haven't paid attention to it since that initial trailer have their hopes like up here and they're going to crash mm. down. And people that have been paying attention, it's just slowly been declining. So yeah. I feel like. Honk, and I will, re- I will recede. <laughs> I would like to defend my pick really quick by saying that everything you just said is the exact same feelings and and cycle we went through with Sword and Shield, and that mm-hmm. also reviewed well. It, it reviewed Super really well, true. and then it turned people turned on it like within a year. I'm only here <laughs> for the reviews. It's all about the reviews. <laughs> Absolutely, no, I agree. That's yeah. smart. Uh, all right, Bob, you have the next counter pick, sir. Well, I wish I could tie this in with the story of my youth, but I'm not <laughs> sure if I, I think can. you can do it. <laughs> Plus, I'm not even sure what I'm picking, but I think they're all on Ryan's list. I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Whichever one I'm going for. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go Saints Row. Uh, I think it is a ground up remake so there's no telling what this is going to be i think people like the saints row games for being super goofy and over the top and it feels like they're doing less of that and i think that's going to hurt them in the long run just a gut feeling i i think it the sense of humor might be kind of dated yeah honestly. it's also possible it's also possible <laughs> that uh, that it, it might not review well because of that but who knows it's good it's a good pick but when i was a boy i was a saint i don't know i'll figure something out for later <laughs> we could we could add it in post right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay perfect. i can give you a diatribe <laughs> mule's corner oh, I've been the ryan did you want to rebut that at all bob i could understand tiny tina's wonder world but saints row that looks great i agree with rob i think the old school version of saints row humor is a little outdated and i remember a lot of people being like come on super powers with the sorry brian uh, <laughs> with uh saints row 4 so i think people are going to be down for the slightly tuned down chaos like there's still going to be that classic saints row chaos but with less absurdity i think i think that's going to go well i'm yeah, sorry I, they put what kind of powers into saints row super what powers that's don't worry about it, don't worry about it. <laughs> um all right uh I was I'm really tempted to take a big swing with my counter pick. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time looking at Forspoken on Alex's list, but I think I'm actually going to make the same counter pick that I made in the Spelunkers League. Uh, sorry, Bob, which is Windjammers 2. That just feels it feels like a seven out of ten game. Like I've watched hours of the demo uh, when you were playing it with Preston and uh, just feels like a fun experience for like an hour or two that you then put down and, and don't play again. Sorry. <laughs> May I rebut? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I've never been so personally attacked than in the last 30 <laughs> seconds of this podcast. Twice in a row. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a, the first one is a dang near perfect game. 
And the second one looks to only improve upon it. 11 out of 10, I'm expecting across the board here. Any less, and I'll be disappointed. So I don't... Sevens, my goodness. Fair. At least seven Absolutely five. fair. Yeah. <laughs> my um, full Windjammer's back tattoo. We'll meet you in two weeks, <laughs> sir. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Alex made a face when I mentioned Forspoken. The only reason I bring that up is it got some flack on, the, on a recent GI show where they were talking about anticipated games for some developer comments about how they made the character walk in a hip hoppy fashion and the character happens to be black and that doesn't sit great. So hey, uh, that's I, my, make the game. I know that's, that's my concern there though. But, uh, but I will stick with wind jammers too and pass it to Ryan for his counter pick. Hogwarts legacy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I figured that one was coming. Uh, Haley. <laughs> Super fair. Super <laughs> fair. Not going to question rest. it. <laughs> That's all, Your Honor. That is my defense. That's your lawyer. I go to court and I say super fair all the time. That's my best defense, and that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I don't think we need to say anything more. Uh, Rob, what are, what are you counterpicking? Saints Row was going to be one of mine as a possible, but I am going to continue... Uh, the trend from the Spelunkers. And I think the Stranger in Paradise is going to not do well. I took a long look at that one as well. Yeah. Uh, Mike scared me off of it by saying how good it looked in the demo, the gameplay. So I I stayed away from it, but I also agree. I'm a little nervous about that game as a Final (laughs) Fantasy fan. The preview, the preview footage and like reception was like, it game plays pretty well. It's cut kind of trash in some other ways so we'll see i'm i'm just hoping i'm hoping for the latter yeah absolutely but i also want to play that game because chaos <laughs> uh mike this is your second game counterpicked uh are you feeling a little attacked over there <laughs> no not at all because i fully again echoing Haley's statement super fair um <laughs> you don't want to break stuff? i mean i am i am the guy who fully believes that tetsu nomura needs to be stopped <laughs> he needs to be stopped at all costs. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think the gameplay is truly going to outshine these other. If I really hope that people embrace it as the B movie schlock. I think it's trying to be. I hope that's what it is. It, but we'll see. It, it looked like gameplay wise. It looked really cool. And it wasn't like the Neo. Like uh, loot. Uh, pool like Diablo-esque looting that uh, I, I wasn't a fan of but the gameplay was fantastic so it, it could sh- overshine that for sure the one thing I'll say about it the last thing I'll say about it I guess is that I saw footage where he was a knight that turned into a red mage then turned into a white mage then back into a samurai for a combo in a game and that's awesome as a Final Fantasy fan so that's where I'm at with it it's fair it's fair who am I to argue super fair <laughs> <laughs> The new motto of this podcast. Uh, all right, Chris, you are up next with your counter pick. They start to get tougher here at the end of the round. This is the the penalty for picking so early at the start of the draft. Yeah, so I want to say good job, everyone, because we have 10 people here, each with five picks, and yet it's still hard to counter pick something. Like, there were mm-hmm. a lot of good picks tonight. Um, that being said, I'm not happy about this. I'm not feeling super great about this. But I'm going to have to counterpick Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. You should feel now, great about it, Chris. It's now listen, <laughs> first of all, Bob, I'm a big fan and I love you and I'm glad we're podcasting together. 
I wanted Bomb Rush to be in every one of my fantasy drafts. I just don't have the confidence that it's releasing this year. <laughs> so it's yeah. solely one of those. Like, I think if if this releases this year, I think I'm losing 10 points on this counter pick at least. Um, but I don't have faith that it will release this year. So that's why I'm doing it. doesn't feel great. Bob's- yeah, both both of those games were on Bob's list last year, and they were both counterpicked last year, also I believe. So uh, the this game is a bit looks of a refresh. great. It looked yeah. polished when we saw it, but it have a date. <laughs> uh, first off, I thought I was never more deeply attacked a couple of minutes ago until just <laughs> this very moment. Um, <laughs> shocked, appalled, uh, everything. I keep the funk in my heart, the cyber funk that is. <laughs> and I know it's coming out this year. I you gotta believe in something, and I believe in Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. <laughs> it looks real cool. That music uh, is so good already, and it's already on Spotify. But it could also bomb. Rush, Cyberfunk. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, as a, as as people on our Discord might know, our uh, server's bot was named after uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk after Bob picked it in Fantasy Critic last year. We'll continue to bear the name this year until it gets released. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, all right, Preston, you have counterpick number nine. This is difficult. Um, if only because I have so many to choose from. Uh, this game's here. <laughs> Preston uh, going it's full gonna be heel the year... turn. <laughs> The year of sixes, uh, as I'm going to call it, uh, 2022s across the board. Uh, Go on. <laughs> it's going to be a great year for games. Uh, I think it's going to be Ghostwire Tokyo, though. I don't see it uh, reviewing as. <laughs> I don't see it, it was my pick last year. Great. I just I I think it's going to be mediocre at best. It was. My I think they're transitioning into that first person view and it's just going to be i think that the gameplay looks solid i'm trying to look for that's a good about it wow. that's all i got yeah. the gameplay looks fine oh, wow. <laughs> i, can't, I wow. didn't even draft that game and i'm offended i'm sorry for giving you the finger pressed and that's a totally reasonable counter pick uh, yeah the double birds coming in from chris babino uh and then the, the, the bird the goose uh chris do you have anything else you want to add no, I, I totally get it. That is a completely reasonable counterpick by Preston. I, I, I hear you. I hope you're wrong, but I hear yeah. you. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong, too. Uh, wait, no, I more, don't. More reasonable counterpick than, uh, <laughs> say, Breath of the Wild 2, Chris? Um, Both very reasonable for very different reasons. I am possibly in a lot of trouble this year, Brian. <laughs> I love I love the chaos and the risks. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got a few people who now have two games locked into their list, no matter what, not droppable because of these counter picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get down to the final counter pick of the night, the final pick of the night. Travis, uh, the board is looking a little bit thinner than when we started here. So what are you taking as the final counter pick? Uh, suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yeah. And Alex throws his hands up. I'm not I'm not thrilled about it I'll echo what Chris said I mean I knew when looking at like our list that counter picks were going to be really tough Uh, but with that the draft is actually input on the fantasy critic league as well sweet Uh, that finishes us off I'm going to ask so the free agency processes on Saturday nights uh, 
since we are just recording now and people haven't really had time to probably do a ton of research, I would ask that we wait to do free agent bids on anything until next week. I don't think there's anything coming out in the next week that's going to be oh, a super man, I have huge so pickup. Many picks. <laughs> so if um, you could wait and start bidding tomorrow, just uh, I can, to yeah, be fair. I will. I'm not going to bid on anything until like June, bro. I know. I know. But I'm just, yeah, for clarity's sake. Uh, okay. So before we leave tonight, though, uh, let's one more time just have everyone go down their list top to bottom so that we can hear them all together and people can get an idea. And then maybe we can shout out if you think anyone did particularly well tonight. Uh, Travis, you want to start us off with your list? Uh, I have Elden Ring, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course. Kerbal Space Program 2, Crusader Kings 3, Royal Court, Ollie Ollie World, and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. As your uh, counter. As my counter pick. And no counter picks on me. Excellent. Uh, Preston, what do you have? I'm surprised no one countered Elden Ring because it's a meme. It's not actually coming out. Um, (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) My list is... Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is coming out. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, <laughs> Triangle Strategy, Weird West, Open Roads, and I am countering Ghostwire Tokyo. Also, no counters on my list. So, doing pretty good for myself. All right. Chris Babino. Yeah. My list is Breath of the Wild 2, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Ghostwire Tokyo and River City Girls 2. And I uh am I have counterpicked Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, even though again I don't feel great about it. Um and I think I am <laughs> out of all of the leagues here, I am most excited to see how Alex's list turns out. I think mm-hmm. considering you were uh you know later uh in the you were all the way towards the end of picks, you you, you got some good ones there. I think you're going to get a lot of points off those. Absolutely. Uh, now, Chris, are you back on the Zencaster page now? What? Are you on the Zencaster page? Can you see the cameras now? Yes. Uh, could you again tell me the name of the game you counterpicked? I counterpicked Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Wow. Okay. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I can never get it right unless I'm looking right at it. I'm looking uh, right at it, Brian. Okay. He's cheating. <laughs> All right, uh, Rob, what do you have? I picked to start God of War Ragnarok, Plague Tale Requiem, Sea of Stars, Dying Light 2, King of Fighters 15, and my counterpick was Chaos. No, uh, uh, Stranger in Paradise. Uh, And also, no counterpicks from my list. Nice. Uh, Ryan? I had Horizon Forbidden West, Destiny 2 Witch Queen, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Saints Row, and Moss Book 2, and my counterpick was Hogwarts Legacy. Excellent. Uh, I had Advance Wars Reboot Camp, uh, Splatoon 3, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Tunic, and Bear and Breakfast. Uh, also, no counterpicks there. And my counterpick was Wind Jammers 2, which is sure to be a terrible, terrible game. Uh, Bob, what did you pick? (laughs) (laughs) I chose uh, also in no particular order my goatee list for next year. uh, Sifu, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, Wind Jammers 2. 
Metal Slug Tactics, and Bomb Rush Cyberfunk uh, with a counterpick of Saints Row. And I will say, being the bad boy of Draft Punks as I am, I have two counterpicks against me. Uh, <laughs> and I will throw a shout out, actually, uh, if I'm looking at everyone's list, uh, I think Preston is going to have a sneakily good list here. Um, so oh, it's song, not sneaky at all. <laughs> I, I think Midnight Suns, Triangle Strategy, Open Roads, like these are these are going to be big. And I, if yeah, sing, if I Silk agree. Song happens, that might put them over the edge. So that's mm, just yep. Other than me, obviously. You, you'll get a solid silver. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Haley, you're up next. All right. So my list, I have Hogwarts Legacy, Bayonetta 3, Stray, Oxen Free 2, and Jackbox Party Pack 9. And my counterpick was Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I do have a counterpick on my own list, which is the very first one I picked, which is super fair, which is Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> super <laughs> fair. Yeah, we got, uh, what, two first round picks were counterpicked, which is pretty yeah, crazy. That's interesting. And I think yeah. everyone's, all the ones that I think are going to be nine out of 10 plus, I feel like are split pretty evenly. So this mm. is going to make it interesting. But I think Travis has a really good list. And I think I think Rob has a really good list too. Yeah, so Travis. Are the ones I would shout out. Travis is a very smart drafter. I don't think a lot of us spent much time looking at DLC in general. Um, he's got a couple of really strong under the radar picks. I think, uh, Mike. Yeah, uh, I chose uh, Gran Turismo Seven, uh, Starfield, Somerville. Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger of Paradise, or vice versa. It might be Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. I'm not sure. And Rainbow Six Extraction. And then my counter pick manifesting that bad uh, voodoo into the world was Breath of the Wild 2, which is not coming out so this year. Bold. So bold. I Kyle. love the chaos so much. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness! I fully expect to absolutely eat crow on these later on, on in the year. Um, but if I'm looking at these lists, I think Travis, for despite having picking so far apart, has the best list. I'm surprised he was able to get get just good variety, good variety all around. I think for yeah. sure. Excellent. Uh, and Alex, finally, um, I picked Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, Forspoken, and Trek to Yomi. Um, and I counterpicked Rainbow Six Extraction um, because I'm tired of the traffic that those tournaments cause in Raleigh. Um, <laughs> and I had two picks on my list counterpicked. So me and Bob, uh, bad boys over here for life. Uh, what's up? What's up? Um, yeah. And I think if I had to look at like everybody else's lists i think i gotta shout out um chris and bob's lists um I, th I think you guys have got some really good stuff from top to bottom even though there's some counter picking going on in there but i think there's some really good stuff in there that was kind of not quite on people's minds that i think is going to really get you some good points uh i didn't say you. i i didn't say whose list i i liked i think it's going to do well um <laughs> Go I'm actually going to go for say that Ryan's list aside from Saints Row I th I do think Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is going to review really well. I think Horizon Forbidden West is a lock. Destiny 2 The Witch Queen is a lock. Moss Book 2 are are a lock to all go at least over 80 at a minimum. Yeah. So I think Ryan's actually got a really good list. 
Ryan is so offended at the hate for Saints Row that it's like he, it's almost like he actually is publishing that game. <laughs> it's, it's not Every hate. It's, it's just mentioned. it's a variable. So <laughs> it's a variable. Uh, just the, mine, quant- the quantity. <laughs> I would shout out Preston's list as well, if only for spite, because he took Silk Song from me and Midnight Suns. From Here's me. some spite. Take this praise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's a great list, and I, I'm really excited to see how it turns out. Uh, yeah, I also did not shout out. Uh, I would like to shout out the entire league. I think we all showed up and we did a great shut up, Preston. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh... No, I think Haley's got some really bomb things that are going to like stray and oxen free too. even though oxen free too is well, it's like... Bob's list. Oh, right. He's got the bombs. Um, wait, is that Bob? Oh, okay. Never mind. Cyber <laughs> funk. Cyber <laughs> funk. Bayonetta 3 is also um... going to do very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. I also didn't talk about the if list it, like if the it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, Travis and Mike put me in the most shambles with a single pick between Kerbal Space Program and Gran Turismo. Mike, I'm coming for you. I will actually come for you. <laughs> two two different uh, drafts, uh, but Rob's my absolute favorite. Uh, three different picks that really put me in shambles. I'm super super excited for Plague Tale Requiem, Dying Light Two, and Ragnarok. I just don't know that Ragnarok this year. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. So. I'm not going to lie. I got five games that I am very excited to play. I like my list a lot, even though it's not getting a lot of love here. But uh, out of everyone else, I think Haley has my two most anticipated games of the year, which are Hogwarts Legacy and Stray. Uh, And then I am very excited for Oxenfree. And I always love Jackbox. I'm a little sad. She counterpicked Pokemon Legends again. Super fair. Um, I just, I really want that game to succeed and be good. <laughs> I think Tunic's going to be great. I think Advance Wars is going to do like really well. That game looks fantastic and is what people have been wanting for a long time. I just hope Splatoon 3 comes out yeah, this year. Yeah, that is a risk for sure. I think, I honestly think it might come down to with Chris, I think we might get one of Splatoon or Breath of the Wild this year. <laughs> the yeah, other one it, might not release till next year. That's fair. Um, interestingly, the first three releases we have for the year are all counterpicked. Ooh, so we'll get some results on that very early then. Yep. Um, did anyone want to reveal maybe some of the free agents they're going to be targeting? Uh, again, you don't have to because you don't necessarily want to give up your strategy. But if anyone wants to talk about any games, they're kind of surprised didn't get picked uh, or anything they might be targeting. Um, free agency opens up next week. I will open the floor. Uh, Alex, looks like you want to shout something out. Yes. yes, um, uh, Sonic looks good. I like, I like Sonic. (laughs) Sonic Frontiers. Yep. Yep. Someone draft that right now. I with Alex. Sonic looks good. Uh, Yeah, it looks cool. Um, it it looks like I'm cautiously optimistic with it purely because the, Series producer Takashi Izuka has gone on record saying that this is them just completely throwing out everything they've done before and starting like a new, complete, completely new gameplay style for the series. So I'm like optimistic to see what that is going to be in the first place. Um, on top of the fact that uh, Sega is doing something they don't normally do, which is this game was supposed to come out last month. Um, and instead, they just gave it an entire extra year of development mm, time that's uh, purely just to iron it out and see what they can do to make it better. Uh, on top of the fact that it's been five years since a mainline title. So by the time it comes out anyways, 
so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I just didn't have yeah. it right now because I don't want to be counterpicked. <laughs> Did as, you sonk this man? Come on. <laughs> as a as a big fan of Sonic, obviously you would, but you just convinced me to have more faith in Sonic Frontiers than the entirety of the development team <laughs> or the marketing <laughs> than anyone or else any. <laughs> Sonic team has. But now, oh yeah, knowing that they gave the extra year and all that, like okay, mm-hmm. now yeah. I've got a little bit more faith in the in the product. Yeah, one big one I was kind of surprised nobody picked uh, or talked about at all is Gotham Knights. Are we worried that's not coming out this year, or are we just think, worried about I, it in general? I think I if Frank was here, it would have been um, packed. Yeah, absolutely. I contemplated it a lot. I think yeah. where I'm at with Gotham Knights, it just and this is the same problem. Like I probably would have counterpicked uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League if I hadn't been super crazy and counterpicked Breath of the Wild because. <laughs> It looks like these these four player co op. It yeah. it reeks to me of like service online game with mm-hmm. skins yeah. and stuff that I'm just. Mm-hmm. And it's WB Montreal, which don't yeah. be wrong. Arkham Origins yeah. is a great game. I think it's very underrated in that trilogy, but I think it's going to be a massive. Not so I shouldn't say massive, but uh, a disappointment. And though I love the Court yeah. of Owls story, which is a great Batman story, and I hope they Absolutely. do adjust. I think, yeah. Well, Coming I think if somebody who plays Avengers like religiously. Even I can see with Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights, it's absolutely not the kind of games people want to play with those characters. So gotcha. I, I'm but kind of worried about Gotham. I, and I picked Justice League or Suicide Counter Squad. Counter-argument, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy isn't going to be a four-player co-op online mm-hmm. service game. And <laughs> or wasn't. Sh- I would sure, think that sure. yeah. and it, it, Rocksteady would be allowed to save the purity of mm-hmm. the experience a lot more than WB Montreal would. Yeah. So if those yeah. games are both coming out in the same year, WB is going to put the pressure on Montreal to turn it into a service game over mm-hmm. Rocksteady, who has the clout to push back a little bit. I think. Right. Yeah. Guardian, <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy also was like a like a National League pitcher coming up to bat with the bases loaded and just hitting a grand slam out of nowhere with the writing. Like nobody mm-hmm. expected the writing in that Guardians game. It had no business being as good as it was. Sure, Ryan, sure. I'm just saying there, there's a possibility for it to succeed. Yeah, and absolutely. also, like, Rocksteady, outside of like Arkham Knight, really doesn't miss. Yeah, yeah. I, Are you I think Arkham Knight is a miss? This, I'll mute, I'll mute myself. <laughs> I, I, will, okay. I, will say, I'll mute myself. I will say it is their lowest re- rated and reviewed game out of that trilogy, and it is my least favorite of them. It is not a bad game. I'm just saying of the mm. of their catalog, mm. but a Brian, really bad questions. Batman game is still a really good superhero. I, game. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, th- I think I legit think Suicide Squad's going to be good. Uh, okay, do we have anything else people would like to uh, shout out before we wrap things up? Uh, Mike, uh, I saw Mike's hand first. Uh, I'll go, and then I think Haley has some too. But I think there's going to be a lot in this free agency pool of games that we don't know a lot about. So I'm thinking like Lord of the Rings Golem. Don't know a lot about it. Mm. That could be very cool. The game yes. interesting. We don't know what I don't know what's yeah, going to come out this problem. year. But pick, if someone had picked that, would have been my counterpick. Um, <laughs> also, I think the VR space, particularly with PSVR 2 definitely coming, and that Horizon VR game that's been announced, I think that's a lot of potential in the VR space for a lot of exciting totally. games and developments, which is what that's I'll say about one. that. What do you think, Hale? Well, the. Do you guys remember Witchbrook, which was the game that was supposed to be yes. a follow-up yeah. to Stardew Valley? Yeah. I wanted to pick it, but it's it's 
it's estimated it's probably going to come out 2022, but 2026. Yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Like it's probably not, but I think that would be a guaranteed nineties because it looks great. Yeah. It looks Stardew Valley, but you're a witch. Like, Oh my God. Yep. Give me that would, yeah. my, like delicious. Like I would play that all day. <laughs> that would and be a smarter that... pick than the haunted chocolatier at least. At yes. Very that's very what I was going to say. Speaking of haunted chocolatier. Who the Lord knows when that's going to come out. Yeah. yeah the, the nice thing with the Witchbrook developer is the reason it's been delayed so long is because they refuse to do any kind of crunch at that studio, yeah. which is, which what is it's taking so longer fair. to develop. So, um, but yes, that is also a very anticipated game for me. Uh, Preston, yeah. you have your hand up there. Uh, 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 goodbye volcano high. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. one that we don't mm-hmm. know a lot about again. We just, but it, it just had such a slick trailer that, uh, that's not the night in the woods developer, right? I don't know why I'm putting those conflating those two, but, uh, for some reason, very just much that, that style it's of game. anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. Yeah. That's life true. issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's what it, like, it just seems like it'll be that super relatable narrative game that people are going to love and it's going to have great writing based on nothing. I don't know their writing. So just looks cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bob Buell, I saw your hand and then Rob. Uh, Going yeah, back into I... teacher mode here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Keys, Mr. Keys. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have a couple picks that I'll keep close to the vest, uh, but I got to say, I'm just happy I learned about Bear and Breakfast. I've been Googling that game in the background, and that looks super good, right? <laughs> so like, cute. That looks awesome. And Woo! as a Switch little management sim, like, yeah, I'm all about that. I yeah. can't wait for that. That looks so good. It looks adorable. It really does. And also, Windjammer's 2 and Bomber Cyberfunk is going to get a 10 out of 10. Thank you, that's <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, Rob? So I have a lot of indies on my general list, uh, as is part of the course, but I won't be saying any of those. Um, there are two in particular that I'm very intrigued by. Stalker 2, I hope, I hope, hope, hope is a fantastic game and reviews well. And this other one after that, also in a Microsoft press conference, uh, Redfall. Yeah. That looks dope. I just yeah. don't know if it's going to come out this year. Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to come out this year. Yeah, That's you're excited for that thing. one, Chris? Uh, I'm not necessarily excited. It's Arcane, which I think warrants some amount of excitement. They put out some. They put out, you know, a great game last year. But um, I don't know. There's just something about great. it that looks like maybe it's. It's hard to get fully on board with whether it's I don't mm-hmm. think it'll release or it's not a hundred percent what I want. It kind of has a sure. back for blood vibe, which I think was good, but wasn't what I initially wanted. It wasn't, you know. And I, but I don't what know. if instead of zombies, vampires? I don't know. Man. <laughs> Here at Norse Feratu, man, our money. Speaking of vampires. <laughs> Uh, another one I was kind of surprised we didn't hear this year was Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I'm nervous that's, about uh, that one. That's low 60s guaranteed, brother. That's- wow. yes. <laughs> that is a okay. spicy pick. They okay. had a uh, Battle Royale companion that they put out in early access a couple months ago, and it was not remarkable. The fact that they would gotcha. put it out with that name on it doesn't make me feel hopeful about whatever Fair. they're going to be putting out in 2022. And that game in particular has been in development hell. Right. Yeah, I know it was it was a pick last year and delayed, delayed, delayed. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. All right. So 
that's it. We did it. That's the draft. Uh, wow. This episode is over, but the conversation does not end here. We will be uh, giving live updates on the Fantasy Critic League at least once a month this year. That is my New Year's resolution. Uh, we will let you know who's winning, what games have been picked up, all that fun stuff. Once you've finished listening, head on over to our Discord, which we will link in the show notes. Uh, we want to hear your most anticipated games. Let us know what we got right. Let us know what we got wrong. Let us know anything else that we missed. And in the meantime, you can listen to a whole host of other incredible shows from the creators that are here in this podcast with us who are all dancing on camera now and uh, are going to make me laugh while I'm going through this. Uh, but we have Ryan Stabell again with the Spelunkers here. Thank you for joining us tonight, Ryan. I wasn't expecting to be first. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a blast being on. Uh, I'm I'm always I always get a, a nice smile on my face when I'm listening to an episode and I hear you guys talk about the honorary punk and it's me. It's a, it puts a, a warm a warm feeling in the bottom of my heart. So I love you guys here. I love the show. Uh, you're some of my friends. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely, we've got uh, Alex Brinegar of the uh, Warehog Review Club. Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me. It was really fun. It's my first uh, fantasy draft episode and i look forward to uh beating all of you absolutely uh, chris chris babino of hello hyrule fame this has ruled uh it was a bold move to do a 10 person podcast at all Two even more running. bold to do a, a a draft fantasy draft pick with 10 people and it's been an absolute blast i am honored every time you guys have me on and i will be on as many times as you want me to be thank you so much Love you, buddy. Oh, thank you. Uh, 99 questions. Sponsored host, Bob Buell. Manscaped. <laughs> I'm not telling people what code to use on Manscaped.com. If, if they want to use code Buell for 20% off and free worldwide shipping, that's on them. Cool. Like, that's up to them. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. And if I can uh, just tell every listener here, uh, every single podcast that Brian is saying, take two minutes out of your day give it five stars uh, and subscribe to Alex's. That's a YouTube channel. Uh, Spotify, right. just put up reviews. So you don't have an excuse if you don't have an iPhone anymore, right? Give it five oh, stars on everything. It helps everyone's day. Yeah. Just like a couple of weeks ago, you can rate stuff on Spotify now. Uh, so give and make up and, and high rule and uh, uh, spelunkers and the whole deal. Draft punks, everything. <laughs> uh, level zero. Uh, yeah. All of it. You've been honked. You've been honked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have Preston Wilkie here from the Level Zero Sister Podcast and Trivia Punks, which we're hopefully going to bring back soon in the new year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, upcoming guests on both shows. Uh, and thank you all so much for having me on. For anyone that is uh, listening, uh, the conversation doesn't stop here. We oh, are no. also on that Discord. You can come in and talk <laughs> to everybody. Uh and, uh, but yeah, thank you all. Uh, I, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> uh, and finally, I enjoyed uh, you too. <laughs> uh, Mike Tucker and Haley McLean of the Game and Makeup uh, podcast, which is also on YouTube. Uh, thank you so much to the two of you for being here, especially uh, Mike, who's a late fill in for us. Uh, so willing to step in, and we're so grateful for you, buddy. Oh, thank you for having me. This was an absolute blast. This was such a great hangout with all you guys. It was just wonderful. And uh, if I may, Brian, could I give you, could I give the Draft Punks an exclusive of our of the next Game of Makeup game? Is that fine? Yes, absolutely. 
So our next our next episode on Death Stranding at the time this recording launches tomorrow. Um, and our next game that we are playing is Bioshock Infinite. So oh, who's picked Bioshock that? Infinite? Haley, you go mispronounced ahead. Windjammers 2. <laughs> uh, so Bioshock Infinite, is that a, a mic pick for Haley to play? No, it's a Haley no, pick it's for a me. Haley pick. Oh, okay. Very yeah, exciting. Mike, Michael gave me Death Stranding, which, not gotcha. gonna lie, it's a, it's a good game. It's a good there game. Always, like, there's always a beach. <laughs> it's fragile, but not that fragile. <laughs> Love so now I'm making Michael play Bioshock Infinite because I love that game and I feel like it gets a lot of hate, but it's a good game. I think it's good. I very much like that game. I'm so yeah, excited for this conversation. You know, yeah. people always so, kind of yeah. think about Bioshock as like the first one as like it just goes downhill from there, but I think Infinite does a lot of cool things. So yeah, we're excited. Infinite it. was only hurt by its marketing, and but it was a great game. Super true. Um all right. Thank well thank you, Goose. <laughs> And and for Rob and Travis, you can check us out on Twitter and Twitch at Real Draft Punks. Uh, please uh, like and subscribe our content. Uh, share it with people if you can. Give us a review on iTunes, on Spotify now, apparently. Uh, it helps new listeners find the show. And again, as Bob mentioned, do that for all these shows. These are all incredible content creators. Uh, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week when we will actually be joined by one of our guests who is in the room with us right now. For a new and mysterious topic, which we are not quite ready to reveal yet. So uh, that's going to be very exciting. And I don't know how viable this is, but if we, we need to do it on a countdown here, yes. <laughs> uh, I can do the until next week travelers to cue everyone in if we want. <laughs> um, all right. So, and until next week, travelers. Be happy, be happy, be healthy, and most importantly, be kind to each other. Be kind to each other. But now, let's go. Nailed it. Perfect. Perfect. That's all, folks. Draft hurts, hurts donuts. Be kind to each other.